schadenfreude everybody must have screamed ah he's a sung hero a little pushy pushy are you back from listening to stairway to heaven twice now those are just words i looked up on the internet unreasonable doubt a podcast about west virginia university basketball starts now wow what an amazing game for west virginia hello From the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is episode 30, Iowa State. And look, that Kansas game had a positive spin on what happened there. And then you go to a tough place to play against a team that's struggling. And once again, that Kalshar... Three fouls in the first half. He did that in Morgantown. Three fouls in the first half. That guy likes to foul us. I don't understand it, but he did that. And yet West Virginia could only build an eight-point lead by halftime with that guy sitting a bunch with three fouls in the first half. You know Huggins, it's an immediate go to the bench with two. He, He got a little bit frisky here in different parts of the season of playing guys with two fouls in the first half. But that's a that's a rare bird for Huggins. That guy with the tight polo at Iowa State, he'll play his guys. He'll put four fouls on a guy. <laughs> you want to test him? He'll go four fouls in the first half. Anyways, West Virginia's up eight, and there's no way you felt good about that eight-point lead on the road. I mean, I, I guess there I guess you could have felt good about it. I don't want I'm projecting here. I did not feel good about that. <laughs> and I was right to feel I don't want to be right, but I was right. And West Virginia lost the lead fairly quickly. Iowa State starts hitting a bunch of shots. And you get to about halfway through the second half. Iowa State, after being down eight. And down even more than that in the second half early, they have a six-point lead, and Trey Mitchell elbows a guy in the face and gets a flagrant two and gets ejected. Can't play anymore, did not score in this game. And let's just call that point. And and you get a lot of time, so many reviews of the monitor so much time spent trying to get this exactly right of what should happen so you have a lot of time to reflect right and let's say before the reflection point uh and right when you find out that trey mitchell is ejected that that's that's a very low point of the game (laughs) for west virginia right you're down six one of your best players gets ejected and Iowa State's going to shoot free throws up six at home. And so in the reflection period, you go to Kim Pomeroy's computer. I'm not the first one to look at this, but it's something that Ken Pomeroy's computer keeps track of. It's a luck ranking. What goes into that number? So many things. It's, I'm sure it's very complicated, or maybe it's not complicated at all. But Ken Pomeroy's computer keeps track of luck. He tries to quantify luck with his computer. There are 363 teams in men's Division I basketball in in the 2022-2023 season. The unluckiest team in Division I, not West Virginia. 
it's actually the Iowa State Buckeyes, and I and that's very interesting. That's very interesting. I don't can't think off the top of my head a connection point with Iowa with Ohio State. But West Virginia's luck ranking, so not dead last, that goes to Iowa State, but they're 323rd in the luck ranking. And so just to, uh, uh, in layman's terms, that's really unlucky. Not Ohio, not Ohio State unlucky. I feel really bad for the Buckeyes, but it's pretty unlucky. And if you go, don't if you go to Kim Barmoy's computer, go look at previous years. Rarely will you find, and I don't know what this means. Rarely will you find a lucky WVU team, <laughs> and that should not be surprising to you. It wasn't surprising to me. Multiple times, if you go through the years, you'll see West Virginia in the three hundreds, in the two hundreds. Every once in a while, West Virginia will be in the hundreds. It's like, all right. Not too much luck, but not too unlucky. Kind of, it is what it is. And then the, there's two seasons where West Virginia were deemed by Ken Pomeroy's computer lucky. Obviously, the 2010 Final Four team. And then the Javon Carter, Daxter Miles freshman year. That was a, those two and, and the Carter Miles freshman year, the first year of Press Virginia, deemed the luckiest team in Bob Huggins' tenure. In Morgantown. But spoiler alert, most of the time WVU unlucky, and you know that. You don't need Ken Pomeroy's computer to say, hey, fans of WVU basketball, when you watch them, you would you consider the team lucky or unlucky? Anyways, that's what's happening. <laughs> that's what's happening in Ames. Down six. Iowa State's going to shoot free throws. You find out West Virginia's going to shoot free throws. But still, that lead goes from six to possibly eight. Uh, and then what do you do? And I don't guess I would have counted WVU out if they were down eight. It's just the scenario's not looking good. And the thing about luck is it doesn't – you don't get bad luck every single time. <laughs> And so I would argue in the moments after you find out what the call is, Trey Mitchell gets ejected, not great. West Virginia gets a turn of fortune in that they get to shoot free throws. Iowa State guy goes to the line, misses both of his free throws. Joey T goes to the other end. Kedrian Johnson was going to shoot him. I don't know why he wasn't able to. Joey T steps to the line, makes both of both of his free throws. West Virginia gets the ball back, and Seth Wilson makes a crazy Seth Wilson three. I want to say that that's a lucky shot. I've seen Seth Wilson make that shot way too many times to consider it lucky. It's not the first time I've seen Seth Wilson <laughs> this season go sidestep, hand in the face, Swish a three. The man's banked threes. He's done a, a running three. He he makes crazy shots. The lucky part is Iowa State missing the free throws. Joey T making his. Seth Wilson makes a Seth Wilson three. And in what feels like a terrible spot where your team <laughs> has been deemed by a computer to be unlucky, you go from down six to down one fairly quick. And believe me, there were twists and turns 
after, for those last 10 minutes after that happened. But that's the break WVU needed. That's the point where you're like, well, that could have been way worse. Oh, crap, Seth, Seth Wilson makes that three, one-point game. Amazing turn of events. And you just had so much time to stew on what was going to happen. And, you know, I'll tell you, I was not thinking positive thoughts <laughs> in that long, long instant replay review to try to figure all that out. And again, more more twists and turns, including Iowa State building the lead back up to seven. And you've got, here's the five you've got on the floor down seven. You got Joey T, Emmett Matthews, Seth Wilson, Kobe Johnson, and Pat Sumnick. That's the five guys on the floor. So no Mitchell, no Stevenson. And with those guys on the floor, Kobe Johnson drives left, falls down, gets a shot up at the rim. It goes in and one. And so West Virginia cuts it to four. That was a gigantic shot. Kobe Johnson didn't play at Kansas, but circumstances brings Kobe Johnson into the game. And it's one contribution. It's a major contribution to this win. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. NBA coming out of the All-Star break, Javon Carter, a starter still for the Milwaukee Bucks. They're wearing purple. That's a royal color. Maybe do a same-game parlay with the Bucks. Here's what you do. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And somehow, Iowa State goes freezing cold and West Virginia gets stops. West Virginia gets to the free throw line in other games this season. They've missed three free throws. This time, they're making free throws. And all of a sudden, West Virginia's up one. And then Joe Toussaint, you saw the Kansas game. The two games before that, not stellar. And in this spot, and he's almost at the same spot on the court as he was in the Kansas game, right there close to the free throw line. He's pivoting. He does not travel this time. Finds Emmett cutting, gets it to him, slam dunk, West Virginia up three. The next trip down, Emmett Matthews blocks a shot. And... Joe Toussaint makes all of his free throws, and West Virginia escapes with a win. Now, Iowa State, they're struggling. That Caleb Grill, he's not right and could not contribute. Just he's off. And that's one of those guys that can go off. I've seen Caleb Grill go off. He is not healthy and not able to go off right now. He's in a funk. Uh, and yet, I, that, I don't feel bad about that. 
selfishly because West Virginia gets a capital H huge win on a night where, speaking of luck, Okonkwo sprains his ankle. So you go from, you know, I haven't used the term three-headed monster. I've heard that term used, but you got three big guys. Now you got one, and and the one you've got, as far as point production, you're not getting it. So Conco sprains his ankle, Mitchell gets tossed, and Bell is not giving you points. He did get you, shout out to Jimmy Bell, huge offensive rebounds in this game. He made his contributions. So all that is against you, but West Virginia plays small. Eric Stevenson just really finishing this season on a high note. He had 23, including mixing it up. They were, of course, guarding him tight around the perimeter. So he was getting to the basket, finishing. Kedrian Johnson, after eight turnovers, at Kansas, he had five assists tonight, only one turnover, and he's 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 walking around like a pirate out there. He is step thumping around the court every game. He takes a hard fall, gutting it out. Great bounce back game for Kedrian Matthews. Solid all around game. Talked about the block late. He got a couple of dunks. He made a three. Just in the background doing Emmett Matthews things when other guys are stepping up. Love it. Very excited for Emmett Matthews as his Mountaineer career is winding down. Pat Sumnick, because of Mitchell being down, he played 10 minutes. He got an and one in the first half. I talked about the big Seth Wilson play. I talked about the big Kobe Johnson play. But the guy tonight, I mean, it's the Joe Toussaint appreciation night. I mean – And I didn't even think about this. He played in Iowa, gets to come back to the state of Iowa to play against his former rival, Iowa State. I'm sure it's still a rival to him. He makes that first three. He's shushing the crowd. He had the taste of that Kansas Kansas game in his mouth. And he comes in to Iowa. And and I forgot about this. Their other West Virginia's other Big 12 road win at Texas Tech. Tucson had 22, so he's made for these moments on the road. Yeah, I remember the Kansas State, Kansas game, but I remember the Iowa State game more. 19 points, seven rebounds, three threes, made all eight of his free throws. That big assist late to put West Virginia up three. I mean, what a bounce back performance, and he was due for one of those. His la- the last time he went off was the Texas Tech game. It's not like he's been terrible since, but these last three games from, and he's had assists, he just hasn't been scoring the ball. And on a night where West Virginia needed every single point and needed some breaks, Joe Toussaint came to play. What a magnificent performance. That's a Joe Toussaint game. Maybe I said the the Texas Tech game was a Joe Toussaint game, but that, that, I guess you don't have just one Joey T game. But what a fantastic night for Joe Toussaint. And so what does that do for West Virginia? So now you get the six conference wins so we can escape the conversation of, you know, Huggins is railing after that Kansas game. We don't have to win another game. We should be in the tournament. Uh, Dude, you 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 can't make the tournament with five conference wins unless you win the conference tournament. So you get to six, and while it's never been done of any season, West Virginia could get in with six. 
given the strength of this conference. You have a chance to get the seven conference wins Saturday. I'm late to this, and it's not because I was wrong. It's just because, well, maybe, I mean, I don't want to say if it's because I was wrong. But the whole lose four in a row, have a losing record stat, I can, I can, I can toss that in the garbage and never mention that again. And apologies to anybody who took that as, as concrete absolutism. Past performance does not guarantee future results. That's all I'll say there, you know? But I don't have to mention that ever again. West Virginia gets a sweep over Iowa State, so their only sweep against a Big 12 opponent this season. They get two conference road wins, five quad one wins if you're a net computer guy or lady, a chance to get six quad one wins on uh, Saturday, only one quad two loss. That Pittsburgh blowout in November, remember that? I mean, the Pittsburgh fans are so thrilled that they have a chance to win their conference. Isn't that awesome? Great for Pittsburgh. West Virginia uh, blew them out early in the season. I, I wouldn't say that it'd be a blowout today in Pitt, in Pittsburgh, but that happened. And that win counts still, and it's a great, and it's getting better and better. Just shout out to our friends up north in Pittsburgh. They're having a fantastic season, and that's helping WVU make their case to make the tournament. And so now West Virginia has an outside chance at a seventh seed. I don't know all the mechanics of this, but if they finish seven and 11, they'll at least be tied for seventh. I don't know if they'll get the seventh seed, but West Virginia would love that. Uh, I'm speaking for West Virginia. They want the seventh seed. They don't want the eight, the eight and nine. <laughs> they don't want to be eight or nine if they can avoid that. Why? Because if you're the seventh seed, you get to play Oklahoma, who's who's struggling outside of a win at Iowa State, but West Virginia just did that. Um, more importantly, if you win that game and you want to win the first game at the Big 12 tournament, you can avoid playing Kansas because I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Kansas is going to be the one seed. They're going to win the regular season. And so if you get the 8-9, then then you play Kansas. And that's trouble always, especially in Allen Fieldhouse, and I would say especially in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, So if you can get the seventh seed, you, you should absolutely do that. What a great win for WVU. Uh, I don't know if you were did – you, did you notice during the broadcast where West Virginia was at, according to Joe Lunardi? I mean, it's, I, I think they still have work to do, uh, but this one goes a long way. It gives you, it gives you a little bit of a cushion. You want to beat Kansas State on Saturday – you want to win at least a game in the Big 12 tournament, but you could only win one game tonight. And West Virginia had a big lead, lost it, got a break, made their free throws, had clutch performances, and leave Ames with a win. What a fantastic night. This episode of Unreasonable Down is sponsored by Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Hey, Morgantown area, what you doing March 4th? 
Do you like sports cards and collectibles? If so, whatever you had going on on March 4th, you may want to change it because Freeman's Sports Cards and Collectibles will be at the Morgantown Euro Suites. What does that mean? They're going to be there. They're going to have tables, and on those tables are going to be sports cards, collectibles, all cool stuff that you want to check out, buy, maybe bring your stuff, give it to Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. They'll give you money. Maybe a trade can take place, some bartering even. Morgantown Euro Suites, March 4th, Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Find out more about that show, or if you want to sell your comic books and sports cards and collectibles, call Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles, 304-416-3631. I think the Big 12 is a, is a great conference this season, and in most seasons, top-notch basketball conference. But there's something about this year, you know, where, yes, they had the chance to get eight out of 10 teams, which is a rare bird in the NCAA tournament. Oklahoma State not trending in the right direction. But look, I don't know if this is a good sign of a conference, but all 10 teams in this conference have some have some war stories. Like it, you know, um, I think this is a guy thing where it's like, hey, you see this bruise? Yeah, that happened, you know, that happened when I was when I was toiling the soil. Oh yeah? Well look at this scratch. Oh yeah, well I separated my shoulder. I separated my shoulder twice. The Big 12 every team in the Big 12 conference has a look at this look at this scratch, look at this bruise. <laughs> For real, every team in this conference has had a rough had a <clears throat> every team in this conference has had a rough stretch of games. Excluding the Texas Longhorns, Texas has avoided a rough stretch, but they had that whole, you know, head coach thing happen this season. And you can Google, you know, Google Chris Beard and find out more about that. So they are the exception, but I would argue that the head coach thing uh, is equivalent to a rough stretch. But every other team, Kansas, you know, that Kansas, they would show you their bruise. Hey, we lost three in a row. Baylor would be like, oh, yeah, well, we lost our first three in the Big 12 play. Kansas State pulls up. Oh, yeah, you lost three. Well, we lost four out of five. TCU said, we've done that. We've lost four out of five, and we've lost four in a row. Iowa State's like, you lost four in a row. We've lost six out of seven. We've lost four in a row. West Virginia would be like, oh, yeah, you've lost four in a row? We lost our first five Big 12 games. Then Texas Tech chimes in. Oh, yeah? (laughs) You lost five in a row? We lost our first eight Big 12 games. And then Oklahoma, like Hulk Hogan style, like tearing their shirt off and and showing their their massive biceps, like, you lost eight in a row? Let me tell you what this bruise is. This is a bruise where you lose nine out of ten Big 12 games. And guess what? See that? See that? See how the see the coloration in that bruise? That weird looking spot within the bruise? That's where we blew out Alabama. 
<laughs> Oklahoma State probably has the worst brews to share with the crew, but also within that stretch, they beat a top five team. They ha- they were beating them by 30 at one point. And that's, again, I don't know, maybe other conferences have better bruises, you know, have better injuries to share. Uh, Big 12 is when they get together and they do the who's got the who's got the worst injury is probably the best conversation in the country. Does that mean they're the best conference? Who's to say? But they all got stories. And so that helps that helps West Virginia's case going into March. Speaking of which, their next game is in March. Saturday, March 4th, Senior Day, 2 p.m., Coliseum. Back on that fantastic ESPN Plus service, West Virginia will finish the regular season against the Kansas State Wildcats. Back in December, way back the last year, West Virginia played Kansas State in Manhattan, took them to overtime. It's a game they could have won, should have won, did not win. Kansas State most likely would come to Morgantown this weekend on a four-game winning streak. Their point guard is amazing and has played well in the Coliseum before. Trey Mitchell, he got ejected tonight, but he's that he's rested. <laughs> I mean, Evan Matthews is on fumes. He's drinking out of Bob Huggins' water bottle, which is a dangerous game, I would argue. Uh, but Trey Mitchell should be right as the mail, ready to go on Saturday, well-rested after getting kicked out, and definitely want to bounce back from this performance. And as much as that home loss to Texas Tech stung, I can't believe I'm saying this into a microphone. Despite that loss, if West Virginia can beat Kansas State and get the seven conference wins, I think only a complete no-show in the Big 12 tournament gets them out of the NCAA tournament. I feel like they now if they lose, then I would argue they've got some work to do to feel good about Selection Sunday. But win this one, then you finish the regular season winning three out of your last four, the only loss, a two-point loss to Kansas in a game where you had the ball with 20 seconds left with a chance to tie or win. I think I'm going to must win seems strong at this point. Uh, And how again, how many must wins can you have? But look, it's senior day. I don't know how many Mountaineers will have their last game in the Coliseum Saturday. I know a few that that are absolutely playing their last game in Morgantown on Saturday. Emma Matthews, this is it. Kedrian Johnson, this is it. Eric Stevenson, this is it. One and gone. So those three guys, they're suiting up for the last time in a Mountaineer uniform in Morgantown on Saturday. And then you've got a few guys who need to make decisions in the offseason. Trey Mitchell, what is he going to do? Joe Toussaint, what is he going to do? Jimmy Bell, what is he going to do? Those three guys have one COVID year to use if they want to at WVU or somewhere else. So those guys have to decide. And then, of course, everybody else in the roster that can and may enter the transfer portal. So – that's the thing. From year to year, you don't know 
if this is the last time you're going to see a player in a Mountaineer uniform or not, and not even because it's senior day. So knowing that, wouldn't it be awesome for this ragtag bunch of guys to finish the 2022-2023 regular season with a win? Wouldn't that be grand? (laughs) That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I think it'd be grand. Listen on all the platforms. Apple Plus. Apple Plus? I don't think you can find Unreasonable Doubt on Apple Plus. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Overcast. You can find it on Amazon Music. YouTube? Until next time, I'm Josh with WVU for the 2022-2023 season. They have 17 wins and they have 13 losses.